You are listening to House of Football, brought to you by Sports Joe. Hello, I'm Eric Lawler. Welcome to episode 23 of House of Football. It is our special FAI Cup final special, and I'm delighted to say that both League of Ireland, Pats, Bows, legends are in the studio with me, Ian Birmingham, Bermo, Derek Panda, Detta are in here to talk uh, about their careers and, of course, the uh, upcoming FAI Cup final, the Blue Ribbon event of Irish football in the Aviva Stadium. The record was set two years ago, lads, of 37,000. Are we confident that we're going to get a bigger crowd this time around again? I think so, yeah. Yeah? It's going that way. Yeah. yeah. You think? Yeah, definitely. There was 25,000 gone like in the first week or something and you were worried that you were, you were going to get your tickets. Well, we were saying because get, you get a couple of, you get two tickets off the club. Is it just then, two? Two, yeah. Right. And then obviously you have to order your tickets but with the tickets going so quick all players and staff are going over, we have to order more tickets for ourselves so how are we doing this? So, yeah, but look, uh, we got we got them sorted out eventually. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, and just to, just to touch on you as our careers, lads, obviously two, like, 13 seasons at, at, at Pats uh, in is phenomenal, like, especially in the League of Ireland. There's, 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 there's very, it's very rare that you'll see a player stay, staying with one club, like, in, I mean, I know you play for Rovers as well and UCD, but Pats were your club. Um, and and you tell us a bit about your time. Did you ever think even at the start that you would be there that long and achieve what you achieved? Not really, no. Uh, obviously, with the contracts, it's year to year a lot of the time. And um, but now I think it, it's for the environment that you're in, if you're comfortable and you're, the people look after you. And I felt at home at Pats all the time. So again, and it's a local times, club as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'm only up the road, two minutes up the road. But again, I just I just felt comfortable there all the time, and um, I enjoyed it. Uh, the people looked after me there. Real, real good club. So. Uh, now I had unbelievable times there. Obviously, we had a bit of success as well, so uh, that helps. Yeah. But um, now brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I had your testimonial there recently as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Played against the uh, that's that actually played. Uh, How was he? Was he still snapping at the tackles? Yeah, he was still crunching through the boys. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was disappointed. I tell you what, he never. <laughs> no, he he done the worst thing I've seen on a football pitch. What? One of the Pats fans was playing me. Obviously, he'd done a raffle for the tickets. Uh, Key and Menton, he's a huge oh, Pats no, Kane, fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he went. He was going in through and goal, one on one. Richard Park would say it was his dream to score. And this fella runs back 100 miles an hour, comes across, takes the ball off him. <laughs> you I think the whole crowd, yeah. Everybody, everybody was said it to him. Everybody, everybody was, was good. Everybody. I didn't uh, realise what I was doing in the moment. <laughs> it was just a game of football. I didn't want him to score either. And and Moore, him and Andal Movie. Nah, well, yeah. He wasn't letting me score for ages. <laughs> I was like, let's just get a bit embarrassing here. Will you just stop? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great day out. And yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, it. Crack. great to get all the lads that I would have played with over the years back. Um, yeah, great bit of crack. Yeah. And that's like you signed for Bowes. Um, I think what like he's about like much love that is your perspective clubs like you know he's a, he's a held up there on this pedestal especially if that's at a Bowes I mean being a Bowes fan myself um, you start, you were signed for Bowes Aaron, Aaron O'Callaghan signed you for Bowes when Bowes like were like at the very very bottom and just had almost gone bust and I mean I, I interviewed Aaron uh, a couple of years ago for a thing for Bowes TV on YouTube and he was telling me you know he was given the job. And he was telling me about the trials because he had no money. He had the trials. He had about 30, 40 players in Daily Mount on a trial. Yeah. And he was trying to spot players and whatever. Like, you you seen Bowes grow from there to now. Um, did you ever think, like, when you signed with Bowes at the very start, that that Bowes would grow into the club that they are now? I, I, I knew how big Bowes were, um, to be fair. Like, even when Aaron was trying to sign us, he, he signed me and Dave McCarty at the same time. But we didn't know that there was going to be an open day trials for such a big club. He <laughs> didn't tell us that bit. So the first night of pre-season, we show up and it's in Daily Mount, obviously, and and uh, 
we went in and I, I'm not joking. There wasn't f- only 40 players. There was about 60 players oh, in the really? Mount. Yeah, it was madness. And we were like, what's what, going on up for? What, Yeah, honestly, because we didn't realise how bad <coughs> it was. Obviously, you, you knew that... You, you knew there was trouble and obviously we were going part-time from being full-time professional and that's what we were signing for. But I, when you look at Bowes, you see Bowes, the name, I didn't know what was going on in the background and what was at the happening. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was an eye-opener at the start, to be honest. I can imagine you going home after that first night going, what am I after doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? My mother's rang me on the way home going, is this real? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but uh, look, we knew how big it was and obviously it was going through a transition, transition period. So, Look at the club. The club its name itself was going to attract players, and uh, we done all right that year. Even yeah, actually, what was at the happening? And that's you know, it shouldn't be forgotten. I suppose and a lot of Bowes fans maybe have, but I, I, I'll never forget the job Aaron O'Callaghan did yeah. that season. Like he did, he worked wonders with, as you say, like a pretty much patched together squad. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it was. It was, it was like we were up. We really were just patched together. But he had, he got good players. Evan McMillan. Dave Mulcahy, there was Dinny Corcoran, I think, probably signed that year as yeah, well, did he? Yeah, he did, yeah. So there was still good players yeah. there from the League of Ireland that played, but obviously the opening day trials, I don't think he got many from that. <laughs> <laughs> I just love to have seen your face when you walked in. Ian, <laughs> um, uh, you lifted the cup in 2021, um, and it was an amazing weekend as well. The baby was born, what was yeah. it, two days? She, she, was, she was born on the Friday, yeah, and then obviously we played the game on the Sunday. So it was, what a magical weekend that was for you! Ah, unbelievable. Um, like we lost the cup. I'm a Bowes fan. We lost the cup, and my dog got sick. It was the absolute opposite of what yeah, you had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible weekend. But um, yeah. just your, your your memories of that day in um, and the build up to the cup final, and you know all the hullabaloo that comes with it. And why does it? Why is it a different match to every other match that you play in the League of Ireland? Uh, look, it's 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 a one-off game to find. You're playing the national stadium. Um, again, you we knew there was going to be a huge crowd there. I think there was thirty-seven thousand there. Um, but just the, the whole build-up. Obviously, uh, Leah had the had Pippa on Friday. Um, then on the Saturday, I met up with the lads just to obviously doing a little pre-match stuff in in the hotel and that. But uh, I I just soaked it all in. I was I had played in two two previous finals and obviously won one and lost one. But uh. I just said I'm just going to take in because it's probably going to be the last one so I knew that I needed to soak it all in but just all the the small details even the night before sitting there you know, chatting to a few of the lads like all the little different conversations you were having like just how excited we all were and just little things like that Is that a different thing as well Ian the fact that like because it was a cup final you say he's were in a hotel even though he's playing in Dublin yeah. he's got together so that, that's that's not a normal thing for a for a, for a, a league of Ireland club playing a match in Dublin or No not, no, not in Dublin yeah. no but just obviously at the cup final I think all the teams they'll do it this year both teams will do it this year and stuff I'd say um, that's just a sort of a tradition I think Um but no, yeah, it was just, it, it was great to be around the lads again. You, we were sort of just giving our own little versions of how excited we were and, and stuff like that. Even just the staff members as well at the time as well, like uh, Dave McGalley, who would be the, the sports therapist, he was in, in the room with us and I remember him just saying how excited he was, like, and he was a staff member. So it was just, yeah, you could feed off it, like, you know, um, and we just couldn't wait to get out then to play the next day. We had a good vibe, it was we felt we got confident that year that we, we could go and do it. But again, as I said, I just wanted to go out and enjoy it, just soak up every little every little bit of it. And thankfully, we, we got over the line. Um, it was a mad old game. <laughs> Jesus, the well, I always remember, like, I mean, that's obviously you're, you're involved with the, the, the Bowes coaching team at the moment. And I remember for the final, Keith Long was uh, was up in the bleeding stands because he had a yeah. suspension after a little straightener with, with Stephen Bradley. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, like, was like that day was obviously like you being on the line and Trevor being on the line. Was he just getting constant communication from Keith from up in the box or? 
there's always constant communication, even when before that we were used to being on the kind of on the mic or always sometimes me up in the up in the stand. But um yeah, it's but still for the same if you ask Keith, it's not the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't the same. Some some of the communication was probably getting lost as well because of the noise. We've never done well, we'd done it previous in Europe, but we didn't have that crowd. Um so you couldn't hear it anything. Yeah. You know, it was that it was that that loud and that the atmosphere was that that good on the day. But um so there's yeah. a lot of yeah, what? Yeah. What was that? What? I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely was. Yeah. Uh, walkie talkies were used. Um but yeah, that was a little bit like that. But um yeah, it was different. Obviously it wasn't it wasn't it didn't go our way. And uh, we look at we you look at that and what you did on the day and the build up to it and try and learn from it this year and hopefully the results will change. I have a little question for both of you, right? Can you name the two Bowes players that start in the twenty one cup final who could possibly start this cup final? Two Bowes players, I'm going to say two Pats players who started at 21 Cup Final, who are still involved and might start the, the this year's Cup Final. <laughs> Have a little guess there, boys. Brezzo, one of them. Huh? Brezzo. Well, no, he was he was with Bowes. Oh, he's on the bench. So, if this, these two lads would have played for Pats on the day and are still with Pats. Oh, and Bowes the same. Yeah. So, two lads who played for Bowes in the Cup Final 21 are still involved with Bowes. Now, obviously, Bucko played, but he's injured. Yeah. But there's mm -hmm. still two other players who started that Cup Final and could very well start the, this Cup Final as well. One of them's maybe on the borderline. Have a little guess there. JT. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's one. JT, Talbot, James Talbot. Well, I know the Pats lads. Uh, yeah, well, I'm about to get them. <laughs> I didn't see oh, you want to get the Pats lads? Yeah. Okay. Nice so. one for that one. That's a, yeah. Right, right. Pats. Um, Jamie Lennon. Yes. Chris Forrester. Yeah, there we go. Right. I thought you would have struggled with the Lennon one. No, now straight in. Jamie Lennon. So the other Bowes player. Jesus, I can't think. Oh, eight, no. Scotch lad. Q. Yes. <laughs> there we go. It's mad, isn't it? That just shows you the, the like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, the used to are an anomaly in the League of Ireland in that he's were with the clubs for so long that he's were with. Whereas there's two players from each side still with the clubs. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. It's mad that the, the turnover is like that in, in the League of Ireland. Yeah. It's, just, it's just one of them things, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like if you look back, that's a two two twenty one. Like it's two seasons years, ago. Two seasons ago. Yeah. Like and the, the obviously the change in personnel at, at both clubs is is huge. So and the managers and all the changes. Yeah. Well. So yeah. It, it, like it'll be completely different to 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 the final. There's nothing sort of still there. Like I suppose it'll be just a completely fresh. Everything will be new. It'll be it won't be there'll be nothing really. It's just going to be completely different. Yeah, uh, it will be, be an um, enjoyable game. I can imagine. I've been to a lot of FAI Cup finals over the years when Bowes weren't there. So we went to the Aviva just to, you know, just yeah, to go, just to, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of longed for the day that Bowes might be there. And then we were very lucky with the European. We had three European nights, yeah. that, like three of the best nights of my life, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, in the glorious sunshine and the Aviva and there was COVID and all that. And it was just a relief to be out and about. Um, and then we got to the Cup final. And I remember saying at the time to me, I said, look, we're here now. I don't care. Like, obviously we want to win. But we're here now. It's mm -hmm. it, like the worst part is to get knocked out in the semi final. Yeah, I think yeah. but we're in the final. You've got that sense of occasion. And I don't think I even seen the first ten minutes of the cup final because of all the smoke, smoke and flares. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be the same as you. Though. I, I was the same even as a player and even as a coach. You'd, you'd still go to the cup final regardless if yeah. you were in it or not because it's such that's the day and that's yeah. the occasion that it is. It's our like you say our flagship game at the end of the season. That I, I'm sure 70, 80 percent of the league will go and watch when they even if they're not involved. So yeah. It's that type of game. So, yeah, I, I, I would have went to all the finals as well. And like, I mentioned the smoke there. Does that affect you in any way? You know, like, when you get a cup final, like the smoke everywhere, does it, does it affect you in any way? No, not really. I think it just adds to the... It adds to it, it, adds it? To, yeah, the flair. Ian Birmingham was pro-pyro. Did you hear that? <laughs> 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 I love that. No, even just... I remember walking out... Um, 
and the light, you have it like a light, a light yeah. shine on the Aviva, just little things like that, just walking out. It's just like, oh, it's there's just, an amazing video, different. I remember, from the back of the tunnel where the two teams are walking, walking out. out, and the lights are, uh, it's the, like yeah. a nightclub going yeah, on, just the smoke yeah. everywhere, and just the noise when yeah, the two teams yeah. came out, and you're kind of going, This is special, this is a really is. special different. day in Irish it's, football. It's completely different. It's a uh, Ah, it's just it's hard to describe like it's just it's a it, again it's a one-off but just the atmosphere and everything obviously all your friends family everybody that you know everybody from your area sort of go once there's someone involved and they'll go like but um nah, it's just that's just spe it's a special day and obviously you want to come out on, on top like but uh i think as you say getting there is the main thing and then look at it's on the day then whoever yeah. turns up i suppose whoever mm -hmm. deals with all the different little things that that get thrown at them I suppose they're looking at the odds for the for the final, there's no favour at the moment. Mm. They're, both, they're both at the same price. Now, mm. I'll be honest with you, that's where I would put Pat, Pat slightly favourites, just yeah. due to the recent uh, games and and the fact that we'll be without Bucco in the final and Casper. Uh, devastated for Casper. I mean, obviously Bucco, but Casper as well. Like the two bleeding ridiculous yellow cards he got down in Galway. Like, you know, they weren't even fouls, never mind yellow cards. Yeah, I and know. he misses a cup final over it. Ah, it's shocking. It's terrible. It's yeah. terrible on it because it's, they work so hard to get there and you don't often get there. It's like, yeah, it's, you know what I mean? It's, you don't, it's, it's, it's such a hard thing to do. So to miss it for a suspension like that as well, especially, is devastating for Casper. And obviously Bucco, we all know he's injured and, and even more so for him being the captain and, and kind of the leader around the place. It's, it's uh, it's extremely frustrating and cruel, I would say, for for himself. But look, we're there, and like Bremo say, it's on the day. It's it's all the little things that that you kind of deal with on on the build up to where, like you said, there's no favourites. Pats have played well. They've they, they've cemented their place in Europe. We haven't had a good couple of weeks, so um, we 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 have to dust ourselves off and like like we have to look look forward to the week ahead. That that that's there and. And hopefully on the day we show up, I'm sure we we will. We have got we've got brilliant players and um, big game players, so hopefully they show up on the day. Does that take the pressure off a team, uh, Bernal, <coughs> when they're already in the cup final and they know they've already qualified for Europe? Ah, uh, I'll be honest, it's players don't think like I can't imagine any Bowers player will, will be thinking, oh, we we don't win here, we're not we're not going to get. It's Europe. about win the cup it's or whatever comes. Cup. And then listen, I don't that won't that never would enter your head. I don't think as a player, obviously. The, the lads in the background and sort of like who run the club they'll obviously be looking at it maybe but as far as players are concerned I, won't, I don't even think Atlanta or any of them wins and I don't even think uh, Declan Devine or Dets or anybody will mention it even in that because um, it's all about winning the cup that's 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 the main thing and then obviously as you said what comes with that after then is obviously to get Europe but I don't think that'll be playing on any of them wins and, and that's what you mentioned. You mentioned to me there before we came in here, um, like the whole whole of blue around the cup final, like the the stuff that goes where there's suits and all people getting measured for suits. You're not into that. What's it? What is weird this year? <laughs> what was it? The last no, it was like no, a navy no. suit, white t-shirt, white, white runners. I think you were beaten before it even came. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. But, <laughs> um, but, uh, no, yeah, it's just look. That's the occasion. That's the build up to it. It's, there's a lot of noise around there as well. So. Like it's it's frustrating when you're coming from a different side of a kind of thing. You, you know, you try and think of it as another game, but obviously it's not because it's a massive day, it's a massive occasion for everybody and their families and yeah, the suit side of things as well. It can be a little bit frustrating on the other side, I'd say. You <laughs> 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 usually are very prim and proper that day now as well, the suits. Yeah, yeah, are no. you involved in any way with the suit selection no, this year? I, no, I'm not involved in any in any <laughs> preparation for them this year. I'm just going as a fan this year. Uh, and I'll be it'd be Bear might be steaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've opened the, the corporate box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the premium level. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. I, I went down to the semi final um in Cork. as a fan, I suppose. Yeah. Just to I never went to a game obviously as a sort of fan, so I wanted to experience it. So, and how was um, it? Brilliant. I Enjoyed went down, me, a couple of my mates were going down on the 
on the Saturday just to stay over. So I went down with them and then went to the game on the Sunday. Pat's brought a big crowd, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. it was a huge crowd. It was great. It was just different. Uh, just yeah, it was just a different experience, and it was obviously great then that the lads got the win then too. But uh, no, I'll be going as a fan this year again. And <laughs> I probably won't sit in with all the mad lads, but, uh, <laughs> but no, won't I, was, I just I wanted I wanted the experience at once, and I done it yeah. so it was great. Yeah. What are you? That's have you ever been in the, in the Bowls crowd? No, that's what I always say. When we go away, and even on our, especially our, our fans are unbelievable. Like they travel all over the place, even no matter how good or bad we're doing. But you say that, you know, when you're traveling down, you see them, you see the crack that they yes. have. I always say, <laughs> imagine going as a fan one yeah. day, like even to the Cofour or the nights that we were in Europe. Yeah. You know, we are driving through Rings End or whatever it may be, and you're seeing them, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just drop me <laughs> off here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. No, they're, they're right. They were amazing. Because, like, like, even I remember two years ago at the Cup Final, uh, Bows. Bows were given. We weren't given the bath pub, but we took over the bath pub mm-hmm. on Bath Avenue there, and the uh, and they were sending. Bows was from Bows was sending out. So, so Eric, you were there two years ago. How many are you bringing this? Now I remember last time I brought twenty one, and this year it's thirty four. So, <laughs> so we're bursting at the seams, like you yeah. know what I mean. But it, you're right though. The buzz, um, and even though actually, even though it was a Bows pub, there was Pat's fans there as well, and there was yeah. there was good banter there. It was good, crack, was good yeah, crack. Like yeah. I know there was a. There was a nasty incident up at the Irish Town House, which was uh, which wasn't pleasant. And you know, I, I'd like to think both clubs, well, certainly Bows, would, would distance themselves from whoever the togs were, kind of thing. Like, but I think on the whole, it's a magical day, and 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 the clubs, it's a celebration of League of Ireland football. It is our biggest day on the yeah. calendar, mm-hmm. and uh, we just hope that uh, you know, with the live TV and all that, that both teams can put on a show. Yeah. Um, the pen- went the penalties in twenty twenty one. Were you ever? Thinking you might put your hand up and, and take one. I, you know what? I was struggling that year with, I had tendonopathy in my Achilles. So every time I got me, I was getting fatigued, my Achilles was gone. Like I couldn't run. So I was near the end. Then I was, uh, I was. Gone. And you'd like, played extra time as well. Yeah, well, this was in extra time. I was gone. And I think uh, boys do still give me a bit now. Uh, brought on um, Mallon, Stephen Mallon. Oh, he's yeah. A, he's a bullet. Like, and he <laughs> went up the line one time, just roasted me. Like, I couldn't get near him. <laughs> But uh, now I was sort of struggling. I couldn't run or anything like that really coming towards the end. So I think yeah, the lads were going to the penalty who wanted to take one. So I was like, listen, I'm struggling. But So then I think they had me last. I was like, no, listen, I'm not letting the keeper go ahead of me. So uh, I'll, I'll go before V. And uh, I think I was 10th or something like that. But uh, thankfully, we got the job done before that, before it came around to me. But uh, Jesus, yeah, there was, I remember when uh, Chris missed the penalty, I was, uh, like, I was hoping that V would bail us out, like, you know, but uh, obviously the, the two lads hit the, the crossbar and the post, I think. But uh, it, it's mad that I just changed so quick, like, so obviously Chris had missed and then, I yeah. think it was it literally two penalties straight after, was it? Yeah, two, it, two after, yeah. yeah. If, straight if after. If Farik had scored, I think, you know. That would have been, yeah. I think the pressure would have been yeah, too much. Too, probably, we, yeah. look, it's all if some busts his yeah, yeah. on the end of the day. It's devastating on the lads that missed, obviously. Yeah, it is. They'll always remember that. So it's, it, but that's football. That's, yeah. it's crazy. Someone has to, yeah. Somebody Someone has, has to, is, yeah. yeah. It is. It's, it's like, and, 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 and the play, do the players practice? That's like, well, Bows yeah. be practicing and all. Oh, yeah. they do, yeah. 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 I Before every round, we, we practice because you just don't know what way the game's going to yeah. go. So, of course, you practice all I the think time. it'd be quite tight again this year, and I wouldn't be surprised if it did go go all the way. Mm. Um, yeah. you, you wouldn't know, but I the, think if you look to the games this year as well, t- they've been entertaining, even the yeah. all up and up in Richmond that time. Yeah. That was a that was a very good game. The yeah. games in Daily Mount, obviously, we were beating the last time, but and then down to ten men as well. The last game we playing, but they've been open games because yeah. they really have. And the last game was it was played in mad conditions, like the, the pelt and rain, and the pitch looked very heavy. Mm. Now. It was great that Daily Mint was playable that night. Like yeah. when you see the ball was called off and, and, and somewhere I else was, was called, called off. Yeah, yeah. Tala was called off. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we now looking back yeah. in hindsight, we're kind of going to go and wish it was it was called off. Um, 
six of the last FAI Cup finals have gone to extra time. Um, so it shows you that it's... six of the last what? Last eight of the FAI Cup finals have gone to extra time. And um, I suppose you you both mentioned the two teams are very, very close. Um, uh, and and there's, there's every chance I could go to, to extra oh, yes. time penalties again kind of thing. Like, I'm not sure I'm nine names to be able for that now. I think I might yeah. just leave. <laughs> I think I'll just walk out now. But go to penalties. Listen, I'm going to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be able for I it. suppose as a fan, you can't, there's not, you can't control. You just have to, to wait. Like, in terms of when you're in the la- with the lads, like, I'm mm. sure it, it, you can sort of have some sort of control in terms of whatever. But just when you're a fan, I think I'd say it's more nerve-wracking than anything. But, uh, oh, yeah, you can see the face, you see her in the faces, <laughs> you yeah. know, when you go up. Like, even my kids, my kids, my young one, she's, she's 13 in December now, she goes to all the games. The worst person I can go home to is her when we get beaten. Oh, she's devastated. Honest to God, it's yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> you know, so, uh, like, the cup final a lot of week, it'll just be, I just, I just needed to be here. You know what I mean? I should yeah, go off yeah. now to the hotel, I'll just stay away man, for the week because she's just doing me head in for the whole week. <laughs> you know? Dad's under pressure from his daughter to yeah. provide results. I yeah. love that. I love that. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, the, like when, the, when the cup, when we were beaten in the cup final in 2021, that's how, like, um, obviously, there's, like, heartbreak and devastation. Um, What's the dressing room like after that? Like the, in the moments when you go back into the into the dressing room, is it just? Really? just it's it's devastating, it, yeah. really. You know, you, there's there's nothing you can say. I don't think in that moment to try and lift the players because you don't really on cup final day your preparation's done through the week on your opposition and and what you're doing on cup final day. I don't think you need much motivation. You know, especially when you walk out into that stadium and you see the fans and obviously the occasion for your family because you have family members that you'll only see at weddings and funerals that yeah. want to go to this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they all know the occasion and how important it is. So there's nothing that you could do to motivate a player more. So when you go in after the defeat, I don't think you can say anything that will try and pick a player up. Everybody knows and you just have to deal with it in your own moment, I suppose, and and, and try and come together again and, and try and go after it again the following season because football's like that. You're, you know, some players are lucky enough, like Bremo saying it was his last game, he, he just wanted to enjoy the occasion. Some players are young enough, especially in our squad, that no matter what happens on the day, they might have another chance next year to go again and mm. try and do that and that's probably the only little bit of little bit of you know consolation kind yeah, of thing yeah but it's not it's not it's, yeah. it's devastating if you yeah, yeah. especially the way you lose on, on penalties as well and obviously the total opposite in your dressing room Bear, where then like the royal scenes the celebration yeah, it's, it's just it's, I remember when we won it actually in uh, 2014 uh, obviously two players off each team get brought in for testing oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah. so I was obviously I got brought in in 2014 for testing you're sitting there it was say I think uh, Rory Patterson and Someone else off Daddy was sitting there. Obviously, we're there drinking, on there drinking a bottle of Heineken, and he's there gutted. Like you, you don't, yeah. you can't even say anything. Oh, no. like, yeah, what's he saying? So just sitting there, it's the awkward with the lads that obviously watch you. The, the, were the you brought him in twenty one as well? No, 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 no. I was in the dressing room. No, no, I was in the, I was in the dressing room leading the celebrations. But uh, no, and they went, they go, they go on long into the night then as well. Shoot, Bermo, yeah, shoot it. back to the days, club. Days, days yeah. into weeks or whatever. But uh, no, we, again, I just wanted to. Like experience everything, so even after the cup final, like anybody that wanted to, to see that trophy, I would have bring it to anybody. Like all the Pats fans would go to their house, even or whatever it might be. I milked it, like I really did milk it, but that's what I wanted to do. I wanted because you knew it was because I knew it was going to be my last yeah. one. So, um, I, I milked it. And I remember actually Trevor when we went to be played, it was in pre season. He's like, Bam, I have to see you with that fucking trophy again. <laughs> 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 so, uh, but um, now again, I was it was my last one. I wanted to soak up everything. So, again, as I said, the lead up to it. The day itself, the celebrations after, just going on, I soak up everything and I have. It's, some it's, it's a memory you'll take to the grave with you. Loads of memories, brilliant memories I have from 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 the whole thing. But uh, 
it's great. And that's, yeah, no, I know, no, but I think for the players on both sides and staff members and stuff like that, they've got to just soak it in. It's and again, as you say, you don't want to be on the losing side, but if you can, if you soak it all in and then you go and win it, like them memories will just like like 2012. We sort of forget a little bit some of the parts of it, like, but I know for the fact I remember these ones for forever like and yeah. especially then I was, was the captain I was able to lift the trophy so which was a dream like, what's that feeling like walking uh, up them steps that's yeah just walking up the steps and and you know you're going to do it yes yeah, uh, incredible know, yeah just unbelievable so a bit emotional like yeah of course know, it would be yeah. that's what you dream of like to, as a, you would dream of winning trophies but the captain of the team and again I was there for so many years and uh, it's me local club I had a lot of local people that I would have known were there it's just uh, yeah it's you can't describe it really. It's just it's it's phenomenal. Like the um and then obviously like like that was there was the win brilliant for Pat's winning the cup and all that. But then the 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 news was breaking very soon afterwards that Stephen O'Donnell was leaving, yeah. and did that kind of <coughs> dampen the the celebrations, the mood, the, the happiness, the spirit, or not at the time? No, <laughs> <laughs> listen, you're in you're celebrating, you're in yeah. the moment. You'd, and again, we didn't know what was going on. Uh, Dribs and drives are coming out. Oh, he's gone. Little rumors, little rumors here and yeah. there. So nothing was confirmed. Nothing was, but uh, obviously it was disappointing that that he, he did. But did you enjoy your time on the stage? Yeah, yeah, immensely, yeah, yeah. Well documented. That I really enjoyed it. Like and gave me a different sort of view on the game as well, and in different in terms of how to create a good environment, how to different things like that. So I learned an awful lot of him, and um, again. Well, around that time and when he came in it was my first time ever that I w- would have been on the bench like so I had played nearly any time I was fit I played for yeah. how many years I played for you were a shoe in a starter yeah. yeah so then he came in and he started Griff was there Shane Griffin and he played Griff in different things and I was I had to bide my time but I believe I trusted him and he was honest with me so I was able to to believe and I believed in what he was doing in terms of stuff that he was walking on the pitch I could see because in COVID we were sitting in the stand and it's probably easier to see as opposed to being of, on the bench level yeah yeah pitch level in like terms you. of seeing being able to see and I could see the stuff that he was walking on and trying I could see it. it it didn't develop all the time but I could see it like in terms of sometimes the lads on the pitch maybe wouldn't have seen it but I could see it and I believed in what he was doing and again once I got my chance he said look I'll stay in give me a got a chance again and I, I was able to stay in so it was uh, now again it was just a really enjoyable time um, and obviously the topper off then was to win the cup isn't after what happened then is over air control, I suppose, and um, again, I don't know the reasons why he did, but I, I, yeah, back to his back to his old club, I suppose. Don't dog, uh, uh, that's yeah, how you, you, you played and uh, worked on the Keat Long uh, at Bowes, and uh, and even to this day, I'll still say, uh, we still should have a statue of that man somewhere near Daily Mount because of the work he did there, I thought he was an incredible manager for us, and I'll, I'll always hold him in high stead. Um, mm. Declan Devine has come in. Um, what's 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 the difference between Declan and Keith? Do you see what what's Declan Devine brought to Bowes this season? Obviously, Keith Keith was there in part time. Uh, Keith took over from 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 Owen at the time when the club was still in the transition and where it was going. When he built a year on year and made a better year on year as as a whole, like even not just the football side, you know, the whole club the whole club as a whole, he made a better each year that he was there. In fairness to Keith, so. Uh, he, was, he was again a brilliant man, man manager like like the way Declan is De- Declan's an unbelievable man manager he understands people and understands players and I think what he, what he tries to do is create that positive environment around, around the players and gives them trust that that like that you can only see with him like his personality he, he brings it out he's, he's, he's very you know on down days as well when you're looking for a lift Declan's there to give people a lift you know he, he is brilliant brilliant at that Um. 
he's obviously we're all going full time professionally. He's gone through a lot of change as well because we were part time last year. Yeah. Now it's full time again. And you might say another transition because Keith was there for so long. So obviously it's his first year. We're in a cup final, and um, the last couple of weeks in the league haven't gone as as well as we wanted. But um, so so we just have to keep building. Declan Declan will build. I think he's got the trust of the players and. That's that. That's what's mostly. Important. Tell us that. So, what's the difference? What what is like? It's, it's a massive difference for the club to switch from part time to full time. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. In, in what ways? Like, it's just. I just, just think in everything. Like that's why it took for the club for so long. Maybe people would say that we probably done it a year too late, or we could have went a little bit earlier. But you have to get a lot of full time staff in place, yeah. which is important. And then obviously it's paying full time salaries to get people in them in them roles. So. Uh, Last year, people would probably say that we were ready to go full time, but we weren't because we hadn't got the staff to go in, right. go in full time at the time. Um, this year again, now we we're building on, building on. The club is the club, as you know, Eric is is getting bigger and bigger each year. You can see that with the with the fan base and what's what, what's going on outside. It. So uh, it's that transition of trying to, and it's time. Everything is time. We're, we're moving these things on. So that's that's what you have to think about as well when you're when you can't just switch yeah. from from a part-time model to a full-time model there's a lot of things a lot of building blocks that have to be put in place to get to the full-time levels of the likes of Rovers and Pats who've been full-time for many years now and both of would have been in the league uh, a few years ago when it wasn't let's let's be honest not as buzzy as it is right now um uh your your opinion uh, uh Bermo, on on where the league was and where it is now and where it can go I think just you see the crowds. I think since COVID, obviously, um, when when everything's taken away from you, sort of, and you see people now, the crowds come back, and then obviously the twenty twenty one helped us winning the league. Um, but the crowds that are coming to the games now, like and and even like you, you play UCD, um, I think Pat might have played UCD on a Monday, and I think it was probably four thousand or or something like that. Just something like that. I'm not sure now, but just like the, it's 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 unbelievable. Like I remember going back, even only say six, seven years ago when you're playing against UCD and there's probably about 200 people there yeah, or whatever, you know, yeah. so it's come on leaves and bounds again. You've got to give credit to, to Noel Cully as well, our Pats, uh, just the community the community walk and again, that helps you. The amount of kids that are going to the games now, um, it's unbelievable, but uh, no, it's, it's, if it keeps going the way it's going, like, who knows, the sky's the limit, I suppose. It the really players, is. The, like, the young players in the league are, are a different level from year, from years ago. We were like they're, they're obviously well coached, but they're, they're they're proper athletes and and again their game intelligence, how they understand the game. The and game. You look after their bodies. Yeah, and all that. yeah, yeah. Listen, they're proper <coughs> professionals. And then just again, as I said, the coaching that they're getting younger, like they, as I said, when they get to to that level, then to the force team, like that, they're ready. Like they they understand the game. They understand what's asking them. So. Again, as I said, the sky's the limit. I think hopefully we can just keep improving it and, and, and getting better year on year. And that's the difference. That's what I suppose as well. Ian just touched on it there. What I find amazing about the league is that you, you're driving around Dublin these days and you see kids with Bowles jerseys, Shells jerseys, Pats jerseys, mm. Rovers jerseys. It's just like I never saw that years ago when I, you know, when I was younger. Like, you know, yeah. it was all Man United, Liverpool and all that. But the amount of League of Ireland jerseys, and I suppose it's a testament to the league and how it's grown over the last few years. It's brilliant. It's brilliant to what's going on outside of like, like, likewise what, what Bermo's saying. I think Pats and Bowles have been brilliant at what, what they do with the, in the, with the community. With yeah. the communities and getting people to go to games. Like it's it is it really is and it's becoming a little bit more of a rivalry as well between supporters and kids that are growing up the next generation like with their jerseys and yeah. you say look I go down into into the flats and there's Rovers Bowers Pats Shells yeah. all the one all, spot all in the one yeah, spot yeah, yeah. you know like they're not they're, they're fighting Halloween every every day <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. uh, it's brilliant it's brilliant to see and it's like like come Friday 
now going to Daily Mail, it's, it's, it's oh, you, you can't get tickets. You're getting pestered for tickets. Oh, it's, it's, it's mental. It's how, incredible. How the amount of people now, because they see, the, the people know I'm a Bows fan, I suppose, and, and, and the amount of, like, I get, like you know that on Instagram, you're other folder from people who don't follow <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. Hey, can you get me tickets for Daily Mail? <laughs> I don't even know who you are. Like, you know what I mean? And you can't get a ticket for love, no money. Um, and even my, my like, like the way it's grown, like my sister and her two little kids, her twins, they're growing up, they're about 10 or 11 now, and they're so into football, and they want to start following bows now because the family has been following bows. And I'm like, I can't get you a ticket. There's no, there's yeah. no tickets now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's Man, I have my nephew. He's he's 10. Uh, he loves it. Goes to all the games. And uh, he's all this. Who are we playing this weekend? Or <laughs> what have we win? And Rovers, Lewis, are we, 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 like, we, 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 like, and so again, yeah, he just yeah. He loves it. So it's, it's, and again, it's great. I love seeing it. Again, the, as I said, the amount of kids that are down there now, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And again, hopefully, it's good that they're all kids because obviously you've got the longevity down when they're, yeah, they're the future. Keep going, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I'll just keep, obviously, keep, keep improving. Honestly, the, the worst thing about Lewis in the game is going to, Going to pick up these kids from school on a, on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, we got beat. I think it was after the Pats game. I wouldn't go to the skill till we yeah. won the next game. That's <laughs> right. Even when you're playing, because I'm, I'm very only up the road. Like, and uh, I remember like going back. You, you, oh, I was like, how just growing last night? No, and you got beaten. Like, you know, just but people are just always. But I'd say now it's just gone to a new. It's gone to a new level. Mm. Like, because everybody is just. Everybody's everybody knows. Everybody mm. knows. Like what's mm. Pats have unbeaten last night or they won last night or whatever. Yeah. So everybody around the area will know. Like again, I'm obviously I'm not playing anymore, but again, it's still like I'm associated with Pats. That's all you know me for is Pats. Yeah. So, but uh, so you you have people just coming up and talking to you about it. Yeah, well I know a lot. Of, yeah, this Paddy family. Like it's that's a, a stronghold of Pats, I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, no, all, all the time. Like because I'm just like I live in Paddy family still, so it's uh, you'd always be. That's all you do is chat about Pat, I suppose. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's, it's true what you say. That's it as well. Like, I mean, like when it, people are so into the League of Ireland now, like myself and my young fella Alex is a massive Bowes fan now, and it ruins his weekend. Oh, it's it's just the weekends are right off on the Friday night. If Bowes aren't winning or they lose, it's like right, he's in the horrors till the next Friday, yeah. you know. And then you go in again on Friday, all optimistic again, going, Ah, oh, you never yeah, know, it's yeah. going to be today. But just to touch on the league and the way it's developed, um. Uh, some people would say now that it's become more of a developmental league in that the players are younger, more technically astute. I mean, I remember I've been following the League of Ireland for like 40 years or whatever. And in the, back in the days when I was a kid going down to it, there was a lot of older senior pros mm. who, you know, leave a bit on you in a tackle. Mm. The pitches were heavier. Obviously, it's all changed now. Um, the, the 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 plan for the FAI and, you know, getting some government funding. Do you think that, Derek, you, you, you would agree then that we need more full-time coaches in the League of Ireland academies and that's the only way forward. 100%. Especially if they, they want to, the next generation to go on and be internationals at, 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 at the highest level and play at the highest level. I think we're doing all right at the minute, but still, our academy players are still only in part-time, maybe three times a week, during the week, once in a weekend, games. They're not still not playing enough games because if you look at England and the academies in England, they're probably playing two or three times during the week. In their in their their respective leagues, but and it's not just because of a lack of full time no staff. Funding. There's no funding right. in our league for, yeah. for the academy. Like I'm sure Pat's Academy is thriving, Bowes Academy is thriving, but I'm sure the stresses on the owners and the supporters because we're fan on you know the, the supporters and the members of the, them clubs every week. I'm not sure how much it costs to run a, an academy team, but I'm assuming. It's 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 significant. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. a good bit of money. Yeah, you know. So you've got 14s, 15s, 17s, 19s. It's a lot of money and lot of outlay on the clubs. And it's not as if you're going to get an Evan Ferguson going through every one of them, every one of them teams. Or whatever, you know what I mean? It's it's 
it's there's a high percentage of players that won't make it, yeah. but we still have to try and develop the best players we can in the in this country for our league as well. So there has to be investment from the government to keep to try and make everything better. And, and it does have a knock-on effect, as you say, with the with the national team. I think in the last Ireland match, seven of the starting eleven had come through the League of Ireland, yeah. which is brilliant. Like I said, even with the with the with the coach, obviously trying to get full-time coaches in. Like you look at this, the standard of player, as I said, when they come up, like they're, they're technically excellent. They understand the game so well because they've been coached really well. Like so, can you imagine if we can get more contact time with them um, again, have them in full time, like that we can obviously make it better and push it, push on. Like, but uh, and Pats have a very young team this season as well. Like, yeah, a lot yeah, of young players very, coming into the first team. There's a lot of them. That's what I'm saying. Like you're looking at, you go to a league of Ireland game now, and you're probably looking at a 20 year old centre back against a 19 year old centre forward. Like it's completely, it's yeah. gone. It's just on a full, mm. full youth. You know what I mean? So, um, but Pats, they've got some excellent young players, and again, the players. Mason Neely comes to mind. Yeah, like, yeah. So what a prospect he is. Yeah, he's, he's like he's. He's unbelievable. Like he come up when he was fourteen, I think, to train with us. Um, did you did you did you train with him? Yeah, he, yeah, I trained with him. I think he would come up once or twice when I was there. Um, was and what was that like? Did you heard whispers about him that did watch his kid? Was that was no, that talk had, about him? No, no, no. Okay. no he just he had just come up. Obviously, he had been he had been doing well in the academy or whatever, and he felt he was ready, and he came up and he didn't look out of place. He done he done really well, and obviously he's he's progressed again and again. So it's uh that's brilliant. It's brilliant for him. And again, as I said, as you said, there's that. Pats is littered with them like just you go through the hole you go like Sam Adam Ben um, even like the likes of Conor Carty and stuff up Tommy Lonigan they're all only young they're all 21, 22 I think is the max that they are um, so it's brilliant uh, and they've, they've done really well I think even going into the final this year I think there was a few of them the likes of Sam Adam who would have been around the team when we got to the final in 2020 so that might help them in terms of going into the final. Yeah, that little bit of experience, that, that little just bit of exposure little, just, to it. Just, yeah, just being exposed to it. I know, it, I don't think, I, I don't know whether Adam was on the bench, but just even being around it uh, the night before, the training session before it, the dressing room, the whole lot, everything about it, it, it will, will probably obviously help them going forward into into next week. And But yeah, no, there's, the, the, again, the academy coaches deserve a lot of credit and obviously John has, has put them in and, and stuff like that. So uh, again, it's, it's brilliant, and obviously Bowers have, have have a few young lads as well. But I think, yeah, a big, a big. Like I was talking to someone there recently. Our big cash cow still out there doing the business in the Premier League, Evan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he eventually moves to Real Madrid for hundred fifty million, Bowers are being going to have golden showers. I can't wait. <laughs> but I mean, them golden showers. I mean, Jesus, what? How many we said that showers made out of gold? Oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how your memories of Evan Ferguson when he came into the squad as a, as a four. Like I was at that Chelsea game, yeah. the friendly where he came on and I remember when he was coming on he was, he was quite tall and big and I was kind of going oh he must be one of the 17s or 19s players <laughs> and then I went home and there was this big Ferrari on social yeah, media yeah, going yeah. oh my god Bowers playing a 14 or all disgrace yeah. and I didn't and I was like my god he was only 14 mm -hmm. but even in that game you could see like he even had an involvement in the goal that Eric Malloy scored at the equaliser mm -hmm. um, and then subsequently coming into the first team, like sorry did, did, he, did, he, did he just did he, had you heard rumours and whispers about oh, him yeah, yeah, we all knew about him well, I'm sure everybody, even that weren't involved in the game, probably at schoolboy football that were at that level, would always go knew who. Kevin's had an unbelievable side. I think a lot of young good players, but uh, good young players. But Evan obviously come in. To, Evan been in with us a couple of times training as well, and then that day he was in the squad and keep brought him on. And I just remember him holding off court Zuma and thinking, yeah. "Oh my God, I can't believe he's doing that." Yeah. You yeah. know, like he was 14 and he held him off. Yeah. It wasn't like it was proper old skill centre yeah, forward yeah. player where he's backing into backing him in, yeah. and he's holding the ball up and, and he's 14 14 yeah it was nuts um, that was what well, that game especially but then after that like you say there's a big foray about him and he, he came on and made his league debut up in Derry 
and uh, there was a lot of noise outside and, and fairness to his family and the club and the, cl the club themselves they took the decision to kind of take him out of spotlight it's yeah. not something he needs continue just yeah. playing your football and go the way you're going you know what I mean and you, you don't you don't need that noise or that uh, that expectation that was already on him put more on his shoulders are you surprised in any way how well he's done no, 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 I'm not. No, you, you knew going over. He's going no. to make an impact. At no, not at that time. I didn't know. I knew. Like I worked with him around the seventeens when I retired. He was in the under seventeens team at that time, and I could just see the difference from there. Jeez, he was an animal. Like compared to like when you look at his want, you know what I mean, to score goals, how aggressive he was, or how angry he got at missing silly chances, his runs in games, his movement. In just general play, just a maturity, just about. maturity. Yeah. I was like this. It's 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 different level, like completely different level. So, um, I can't believe we, he actually played as many games as he did for the seven days of that year. I was lucky enough for Colbert to keep him for as long as we did, but he he, he should have played more times for the fourth team. I'm sure at that time. I, I remember even like there was a pre-season friendly up at Drogheda, and uh, he was he was started off centre forward, and somebody off balls got injured, so he had to go to the left wing. Yeah. That's right, he still yeah. scored two goals yeah. from the left wing mm. against Strada, like as a as a, I think he was like fifteen, mm. maybe sixteen at the time, and mm. you're like, this is a freak of nature, like, yeah. and uh, and obviously we have that clause now, and we're going to rule the league for uh, for, for years. <laughs> sorry, sorry, he sorry, won't move. He won't move. Ev's not like that. Everybody's happy he's in happy in his environment, you know. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. I need to send him another message on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> when are you leaving? <laughs> we're getting a little bit stuck here in the daily <laughs> Um uh, before before we wrap it up, lads, uh, we have this little career tracker game. I'm gonna, we want you to name the player, right? I'm gonna give you the clubs he played for, and you just have to guess who the player is. So this player played for Bray, Shelbourne, Monaghan, Portadown, and Dundalk. Dundalk was his last club. Brian Gartland. Yes. Right, right. That's a time to equalise. <laughs> Shells, Drogheda. Dublin City, Bray, Galway, Pats, Sligo, Dundalk, again as last club. So that's Shells, Drotter, Dublin City, Bray, Galway, Pats, Sligo, Dundalk. Gary Rogers. Yeah. There we go, lads. Listen, we have we have so-called football experts coming onto this show, the tic-tac-toe, and you haven't got a breeze. <laughs> and these two lads straight away in with the answers, no bother. Um, lads, we're very, very excited. It is the Blue Ribbon event, the 2023 Cup Final. Uh, it's on the way this Sunday. Uh, we're hoping for a record crowd. And let's just hope it's a brilliant match. Um, is, it too, is it too much to ask this for a prediction? Because he's both... I mean, obviously you're on the coaching team. That's I, I couldn't. I, you're putting pressure on yourself. Uh, Bermo, how are you feeling? Are you feeling confident? Yeah. You are? Be confident, yeah. Listen, Pats, they've even... Even if they, even when they don't play well, they always stay in the game. They just have a, they find a way to win games, and I think that's a, it's a huge trait to have, yeah, just to find a way to win. And I think they've done that a lot of times this year. And the new um, match is coming in, done an incredible yeah, job. Yeah, they've done, they've done brilliant. Um, again, it's 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 a one-off game, but I'd be confident there uh, in terms of like like the match winners that like Pats would have, like like the likes of Chris and, and stuff like that. So, um. Again, that's solid defensively. Chris the big Bowes fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're solid defensively. They don't concede many goals. So, again, I'd, I'd be confident that they can go and do the job. And, and having Joe Redman back has been a bit huge. Plus. Yeah, Joe has been huge. I think the amount of clean sheets, if you, I obviously don't know the stats, but I'm, I'd imagine like the amount of clean sheets that they've kept since Joe or even goals conceded since he's come back, it would be, would be as obviously dwindled down. Um, but uh, now they would be confident enough that they can go and do the job. I know there's plenty of good players on on, on both sides. Uh, that's a but um, the somebody said to me recently. I think the cup final will be decided on who wins the battle between Joe Redmond 
and uh, Jonathan Afalabi. <laughs> Obviously, you wouldn't agree with that saying, no, there's another 10 players there that are capable of doing the job. Uh, your mindset going into this cup final, that's sort of, and, and, and talking to the players, particularly when there's a little bit of a cloud with the last couple of weeks in the league and losing the captain, Bucco, and Kasper uh, to suspension. What's the mood been like in the camp and, and how's, how are the, how's the preparations going? Look, we're obviously preparing for another game this week. Yeah. Um, preparations the last two weeks. We, we look at the mood hasn't been great. Let's be honest. We've we lost a home to Pats and away to Dundalk, so it hasn't hasn't been a good camp. And obviously, like you say, with the mood around the place with Bucko getting injured, but look at that mood will swiftly change once you come into Cup Final week. You know, it's it's a it's it's a great occasion. It's a massive week for for the players and the families, and uh, I'm sure they'll be all looking forward to it once we get we get the last game of the season out of the way and. Then you're obviously a mindset switches straight to the cup final. You prepare for that, and look at there's it's a cup final. You know it's the okay. biggest day, like you say, of our calendar year. So there'll be uh, there'll be no doom and gloom. Milled, milled, put it that way. We all look forward to it, and hopefully we can uh, perform on the day. Fifteen years. That's a fifteen years. <laughs> you don't need to be reminded Cheers. of that. I actually had, I, I had a I had a, I got a dash on the bill four years ago. Bam, right, brand new dash on little puppy, <laughs> and. Uh, I came home and I seen him and the, the, the family got it for me and like I was like no I don't want a dog and then obviously seen the dog I was like oh my god he's gorgeous <laughs> and, uh, and I called him Detta I called him Detta yeah now hold on. Cheers, Artie. hold on hold on hold on <laughs> hold on for two days me and Alex said yeah he's called Detta just thought like that's that's a great name for a dash one and you know we love Detta he's a, Detta was our hero and uh, and then we got overruled by the rest of the family because the six was in the family so the other four said no so now he's called Louis so he was Detta for two days lads we've come to the end of the podcast I uh, just wanted to say thanks so much for both of you for uh, giving us your time oh, um, if you're watching this uh, on YouTube get in the conversation leave a comment below and make sure you get your final for the biggest game in Irish domestic football Bows and Pats at the Aviva Stadium November 12th kick off 3 o'clock it's going to be biblical I can't wait lads thanks very much no Cheers, problem man. good luck you've been listening to House of Football brought to you by Sports Joe <laughs>